this is Everything is Rent, a podcast where we talk about the best musical of all time, Rent, song by song. Yes, and today we're going to talk about the song You'll See with two very special guests. You know them as the Gilmore Guys, Demi Adejuwebe and Kevin Porter. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Best of all time, huh? Mm. Oh, wow. You're I, already questioning I, that. <laughs> I'm coming From out of the, the gate strong. Sentence. All right. Fight, 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 fight. I'm not going to fight. I'm fight, just kiss. Okay. Fight, fight. Well, do you have proof that Rent's not the best no. musical of all time? This I is a don't. good point. Mm. We don't have proof, so what do you, we can't. What do you be. think is the best musical? Oh, I, of all I time. couldn't even possibly. <laughs> then I guess it's Rent. I guess it's Rent. It's like okay. a U.S. Court of Law. It's the best until proven not the best. Mm-hmm. Right. There's no other just way like to do that. Just like the law. And our justice system is works, and this version of is good. Yeah, it all works. So yeah, we like to start out. Just by asking, what what do you know about Rent? Do you, have you ever seen it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Do you know anything about it? Well, uh, I listened to the movie soundtrack a bunch. <gasps> wow! In high school, not the Broadway soundtrack. Which did you see the movie? I did see the movie. Mm-hmm. Did not care for it. <laughs> but, but you listened to it. But a I bunch. liked the soundtrack a yeah, lot. We have yet to find someone who enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. I, and it's yeah. one of the first movies I saw alone. Oh. Ever. Because, you know, I was 15 when it came out, 15 or 16. Yeah. So driving to the mall and seeing a movie alone was such like a indulgence or kind of luxury. So, um, so yeah. So I remember listening to the soundtrack a whole, whole bunch, but never really getting into like the original Broadway stuff. And I know the like the story and Jonathan Larson and his passing away and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but even in general, even having listened to the soundtrack a bunch, I don't know the show that well. I just know the songs pretty well, or, or I, I would say a handful of songs, but the songs are the show. Cause it's pretty much sung through. Right. So you might know more than you think, but the, the movie soundtrack is truncated because they yeah. don't, they don't make the movie an opera, which I think was a mistake. Right. Oh. Okay. In the fact that it's like song and then, hey, let's talk and blah, blah, blah. Like mm. it's not sung through. Beth has mm. never seen the movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's no. an episode coming up. Ooh, baby. At some point. We don't know when. We've been teasing it for weeks. <laughs> Maybe next and week. And the teasing Maybe continues. <laughs> so that's, that's my experience. Have you seen a lot of movies alone since then? Mm-hmm, constantly. <laughs> it's almost a preferred, I don't know how you guys feel, but it's almost like a preferred method now because yeah, you're, not, you're not worried about other people experiencing the same things you are mm-hmm. or you having a contradictory experience of oh, like yeah. if you hate it or if you love it and the person feels differently, then you kind of feel rotten sometimes. I recently saw a movie, uh, a late night movie by myself. I saw um, Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great, um, but it, it was... It was fun. It really was fun. And, and was, I saw it by myself too. I loved it. Yeah. I laughed, but I I was aware of like when I was laughing, the people in front of me, I would be like, do they think it's funny too? I, I don't know. I just like kept checking in with them though they didn't care. Yeah. If you're alone, who do you look, who do you turn your head to the side and look at it? Are they laughing? Well, yeah. I feel like that's the thing I get concerned about when I go alone, but I also feel like I just don't laugh when I'm alone at movies. <laughs> and then maybe like, Maybe that's why I think sometimes when I go see comedies alone, I'm just like, mm, it wasn't that funny. Mm-hmm. But I will say one of the most magical experiences is when you lock in with a group of people having, I think, the same experiences yeah. you did. Yeah. Like, like I saw eighth grade recently and I was by myself, mm-hmm. but everyone seemed to be as into it as I was, mm-hmm. which I wasn't expecting. I from guess the my Burbank follow-up 16. question is, have you ever seen a movie with someone else since you saw Rent Alone? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. After that, I was like, I'm never going back. 
Uh, all right. Well, Demi, you've avoided the question long enough. Mm-hmm. What's your experience <laughs> with Rent? I have none. I have not seen Rent. I've not heard the musical. You've paid I, Rent, though. I, oh, there you no, go. I have not. Whoa. Uh, wow. Big problem You're for like me. some of the characters in Rent. Oh, really? Yeah. I Wait, might... you don't even know to that extent? No. Wow. I, I truly know nothing about it. I know that uh, it involves AIDS and the Bohemian lifestyle in New York. I think it takes place in the 80s. Ish, yeah. yeah. In okay. the first little, one, it did, right? It's a little bit um, like you don't really know what year it's taking place in. Ooh, one of those. But it is like early 90s esque, late 80s esque. Okay. But it's like an Abigail Spencer drama. Uh, right. It's timeless. <laughs> I was like, what's that other one that she was in? Starts with an R. I couldn't figure I don't it out. Know it it's like an Abigail Spencer drama. It starts with an R. Mm-hmm. Ah, it, is, it, does. it does. Yes. <laughs> there true. we go. It's true. Um, I know Seasons of Love, and that's okay. It. Like the whole, like how much of it? Just the gist? Uh, yeah, I guess just the gist, because if you asked me to recite it, I would I would falter very Can quickly. Can you try? You know the hook. 529, oh, wow, no, I don't even know. <laughs> 525,600 minutes. Yeah. How do you measure, measure a year? In daylights, in sunsets, in midnights, in cups of coffee. In I don't know. That's oh, all. That's yeah. All. And then it's like, how about love? <laughs> so, yeah. You know a lot of that song. Yeah. That song was everywhere for a while. Sure. Where yeah. was it? It was in a lot of high school shows, I would say. Probably. Like a lot of like end of year, hey, seniors, mm-hmm. we're leaving, and let's look back on yeah. the- I also oh, think it was- ever choir? Yeah, yes. a lot of choir. and I also think it was on the trailer for this the movie, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I definitely saw a bunch of times. Okay, so and then people perform it constantly, mm-hmm. like um, uh, at the the cast of Hamilton performed it for like the twenty year anniversary of Rent. Mm. On um, I just recently read that. Um, it's everywhere. It was performed <laughs> yeah. at the Tonys this year mm-hmm. um, for a sad reason. Oh, the Parkland kids did it, right? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's probably where you know it from. Right. No, yeah. I've been following them on tour. <laughs> oh, the Parkland kids? <laughs> yes. Man, scalpers for those shows are making a mint. <laughs> they were great. I would I would actually see them. I didn't no, I see their performance, good. but I heard people say they were great, and I was surprised, I guess, because I was like, but they don't sing? It was but the those kids from there. Was, okay, mm-hmm. okay. I thought, it, okay, never mind. So it wasn't mm. like everybody. Right. It wasn't the football team. It was the choir. <laughs> Although that would have been pretty silly. Be They're great. all sopranos. <laughs> it also is just such a, it's a song that is always, uh, even out of context, it, it's very emotional. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so good. It would be funny if the song that had, had as much ubiquity as Seasons of Love was you, You'll See. Which seems super specific. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, what if You'll See was a runaway hit? Yeah, like, well, I've heard You'll See where they uh, sort of just converse about uh, their lives. The but. standalone pop songs I've not heard, but yeah. You'll See, ooh, ooh, baby. Um, so, okay, AIDS, Bohemian Lifestyle, you got it. Mm-hmm. Late 80s in New York, Seasons of Love. I think you both know more than you're, more than you're letting on about it. Sure, I just mm-hmm. feel like... I mean, you've done 11 songs so far. Has any of them been Seasons of Love? No, no not yeah. yet. Yeah. So there... I think there are, there's so much more than I know is going <laughs> what on. What order are you doing the songs in? In, in from order. The, or, from the beginning. Okay, so mm-hmm. for me, you'll see is like number two. 
on the movie soundtrack. Yeah, because they skip a bunch of them. Yeah, because they like they cut out a bunch of them. Because there's tracks that are like 30 seconds long, Mm -hmm. and I call them songs. (laughs) Wait, so is that the tracks where it's like, uh, and I've only listened to them maybe like once, but there's little like 30 second tracks of like an answering machine where it's like, Mm -hmm. pick up this number, I need to talk to you, like that. (laughs) That's exactly how. Okay, I gotta listen to this uh, musical. That version of the voicemail was so good. Yes, we're right now we're three tune ups in because there's a guy who plays the guitar in the musical Mm -hmm. and he keeps tuning it up. So we've done tune ups one, two, and three. Okay. We've done voicemails one and two. Those are. And those were all their own episodes? Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. (laughs) The people who got those songs are not. Please. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken um, tune up number two. They're real it would have been an honor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you like musical fans in general? And but rent just sort of didn't make it into your Well, run? I mean, for me, I guess it did kind of make it into the rotation, but just not just not the actual Broadway. And I've never seen on stage. I've never seen I know there's like a filmed version that they did of the mm-hmm. actual Broadway show. So I haven't seen either of those. And I think maybe if I did, I'd have more of a favorable opinion of it than having just seen the movie. Cause the movie really didn't, it was Chris Columbus directed the movie. Yeah. Ah, which is just such a visionary director strange, of home alone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Get literally anyone else. But <laughs> I read, um, I was looking up uh, just some rent trivia mm-hmm. and that uh, Martin Scorsese almost directed it. Or was like in talks to direct it. What would that even be I have like? No idea. Ever since I was a kid, I never <laughs> wanted to pay rent. <laughs> was it just because they were like it's set in New York? Wait, are you saying it would be good? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did a musical. Wow, Dave yeah. thinks Martin Scorsese think, would have knocked Rent out of the park. I think he would have. Let's give him a shot. I think we'll get him on start the, a Kickstarter mm-hmm. for a Martin Scorsese directed Rent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he needs the Kickstarter. He does. He's struggling yeah one thing i would have liked to have seen especially after seeing because the movie i think came out in 2004 or 5 and it was most of the original cast from the yes. broadway show yeah. right mm-hmm. all except two of the all, leads. all except two and rosario dawson replaced one of them but what i would have liked to have seen is like they do it like a almost like how arrested development does production now we're like let how about every 10 years we do rent but it's still the same actor so it's like then it's anthony rapp in his 40s and adam pascal in his 50s and you just keep doing oh, it like a boyhood like, exactly yes like a boyhood would be a better yes. i mean it would be so sad for so many reasons <laughs> because also one thing it's weird that singing voices like people stop being able to sing like that's mm. one really sad part of aging. It's is wild. That you I mean, just can't sing. I guess some people, but then other like Julie Andrews can't sing now because of has like those vocal notes. cord. Yeah, yeah, very sad. But, but some people can't. I mean, more so. There's more of a shelf life on that stuff than like being an athlete or a dancer. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, because right? well, you can do it past like your 30s. Yeah. But <laughs> every great singer, I feel like, gets into their I don't know their twilight years and tries to sing, and it's how about that? Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> that's when you just pitch everything down. And let him just do it in a deeper voice. You let him do the talk singing. How about love? <laughs> the Johnny Cash American Recordings 000. version of Rent. <laughs> I don't know. I um I still go to Fleetwood Mac concerts because they're the best, and it, it's still they hold up. They're they great. sound good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's certain people that took care of themselves. Mm-hmm. I might be thinking specifically of like Broadway actors, and maybe they just blow their voices out. Although 
Stevie Nicks, like Fleetwood Mac type people would sing hard too. Yeah. But she does tone it down though. Mm. Yeah. Change keys for mm-hmm. some of the songs. Can't hit all of those notes. <laughs> it just keeps getting lower and lower Stevie each Nicks successive here? year. <laughs> hey guys, it's me, Stevie Nicks. <laughs> howdy, Cowboy howdy, Stevie howdy. Nicks. <laughs> pew pew. I'm not a winch. Witch winky face. I'm not a, I'm not a winch. Sounds not like a winch, winch would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Demi, what's your problem? You you don't like music? What's your I don't. I, I this is accusatory now. No. Uh, I so funny enough before starting Gilmore guys. I had never seen like a musical live. And then I just went to New York and like knocked out like a slew of musicals. Oh, and just okay. it started becoming a thing where I, I would just up. go to New York and every so often see a bunch of musicals. And like when I was out here, I would go see like UCB musicals and things like that. And then I like realized how much I really liked musicals. And like I grew up watching Grease and Grease 2 all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like within me, I was just like denying myself that. But I like musicals. I just don't see them very often. That's fair. Know. Well, yeah. and it's I think it's hard because because Demi was able to go see all those great musicals on Broadway. But I think for most people, it's like if the movie was good, you can see the movie. Yeah. And if there's a local production, but otherwise, like musicals still kind of exist in this kind of almost sequestered off space Truly. of media yeah. and culture where it's like, well, if you're rich, you can see Hamilton on Broadway. But if you're a poor person who likes musicals, well, you can stream it on Spotify and imagine what they're doing while reading the Wikipedia. I am so surprised at people who don't live in New York but are very into musicals like this because I'm just like, well, how do you experience it? Well, my my family uh, was extremely rich. No, we, uh, <laughs> we were very, very not rich. I grew up so rich. And I guess my thing, because I grew up in Denver, and my parents who were not rich at all just I don't and I don't even know why, because neither of them did theater really prioritize like our family went to every musical in Denver for our entire childhood. Like for touring shows and stuff? Every touring show, every local theater that did a musical, like every birthday for me was like we're going to dinner theater and it's a musical like that was like what we did as a Mm -hmm. family. So did you did you and your sisters like singing? Because I think once my parents discovered that my sister and I like singing, that's all we did. We just went to musicals. Yeah. And it was great. Yes. My sisters don't really sing, but I do. But I do. (laughs) But we do. Shout out to Heather and Lauren. Huge fans of this podcast. (laughs) Shouts out. Yeah. Shouts out. Do you guys want to shout out anybody right now? This is the shout out segment. Oh, I, I want to shout out my mom and my dad. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Do they like Good. musicals? Uh, they like them fine. Yeah. They what, they, what could... they had some positive things to say about The Greatest Showman. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. We've had many people come on this podcast to talk about that musical. Great I mean, Showman I does rock it. in parts. Oh, parts yeah, of it are nonsense, it. but parts of it do rock. I'm worried like that I'll have to watch musicals. The Greatest Showman now. I need to watch it. <laughs> we got to watch I'm it. I'm going to do it this week. I just watched West Side Story for the first time and I was blown Ooh, away. Oh, that's, it's that's a good movie. I was smiling the entire time. Really? It's so oh, good. So I played um, Glad Hands in middle school, which is the teacher that organizes the students into the two circles oh, during yeah. the dance. Oh, yeah. That was my role. Oh, that dance is so great. Yeah. I saw Gypsy for the first time <gasps> That's recently. my favorite musical. That, that one... Seen is wait which legit. one did you watch what i watched you- the one with rosalind russell okay and natalie I, wood i watched the uh bet midler one every day of my life for a very long wow. time <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. yeah that that musical 
You know what? Steven Sondheim, I'll say he's good. Steven Sondheim's good. He knew Ooh, what he was doing. Take. Sorry. He's good. I said it. Is he better than Jonathan Larson? Uh, yes, he is. <laughs> well, I'm he's sorry. more alive. Okay, he's done more. The Jonathan Larson thing, sincere question, is it a Kurt Cobain thing that we're ascribing him a lot of credit? It's like the beautiful mm-hmm. corpse story of like they, their career ended at a certain point. So there's like this mythos that surrounds them that wouldn't have maybe if they were alive and their careers continued. Yes, almost certainly. Okay. (laughs) Did Jonathan Larson do anything besides rent that I would know? Not that you would know. He did a musical before. Okay, well, you're getting a hint. Uh, Kevin's giving you a hint. Do you want to give the hint again? Oh, it was. (laughs) Do you want to guess? Yes, (laughs) he did stomp. Great. Or hereditary. I was about musical. to say, was there a hereditary <laughs> musical? Wait, why is that hereditary? Oh, because because the daughter does the clicking. Sure. Uh, he did a musical <laughs> called Tick 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 Boom. No, just two ticks. It's just two ticks. Just two ticks. Based on the hive oh. song. Yes, exactly. That Lin Manuel's now directing as his first movie. Oh, mm-hmm. really? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yes. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that wrote Dear Evan Hansen is writing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Do we have a Lynn skeptic in our midst? It's uh, it's more of a, I think it's a skeptic of both of those two teams where I'm just kind of like, what are you going for? And I don't know. I don't know anything about this. Yeah. That I also don't. So. I just listened to all of Dear Evan Hansen. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, but man, it's, it's really good. Yeah. The music is. I feel like all I know of Dear Evan Hansen is what people have told me about the story. And I feel like story-wise, I'm like, I don't know how I feel about that, but- What's the story? I don't know anything about I don't know it, it either. I, you, you can So from that. what I understand, it's about a kid who has a very minor interaction with Evan Hansen, who then goes on to kill himself. And then this kid essentially uh, exaggerates how much, how close he was with Evan Hansen and gets close to the family. And mm-hmm. it's this, I don't, something about the oh. ending I don't fully remember made me go, oh, that's, I don't know how I feel about that, but. The, the writers, uh, my sister's a musical theater actress, and she uh-huh. was nominated for uh, one of those uh, L.A. awards. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to Sarah's sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not going to name her. Uh, <laughs> no, Nikki Glassbell. Um, but she was in a musical written by the same guys who wrote Dear Evan Hansen called Dogfight. And the music is great and beautiful. And the, the show itself is <laughs> so sexist and um, kind of terrible and awful hmm. um it's about a dog that dies in a dog fight and um another dog so uh i can understand that it might be problematic in certain ways well mm-hmm. and can that, that would be a commonality too because that that team did the greatest showman songs as well. <laughs> really? oh, like, right. The movies like, like, don't you see PT Barnum was actually a woke hero. Oh, like, he it's was like, maybe not. he, but they also freaks. did La La Land, which is great. Yeah. And I have no qualms with, I didn't see that. Do you actually have no qualms with it? I liked it. No, he loves it. I do genuinely love it. <laughs> I saw it and really liked it. Yeah, that's my take on La La Land. <laughs> you know, what? I like being however many years divorced, two or three years. When did it come out? Uh, 2016. 2016. Two years later, I'm like, I people can just like it and yeah. not feel like they're picking a side. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was embroiled in a culture war. Yeah. For for reasons passing understanding when it came out. Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, just you like it. it. Yeah, it's good. 
vibe. It's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that you are coming out in support of it, but you keep saying it in a way where it's like, I'm not going to elaborate she on it. Well, that. that's how I felt. Exa- exactly how I felt about it. It ended. I was Fair. like, I like that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. It's pleasant. Yeah. Now, Rent. Uh, I like this yeah. song. Uh-huh. <laughs> But I'm also very confused as to how it fits in. Oh, did you listen to it? Oh, yeah. Was I not supposed to? No, no. Of course you could. Oh. Yes. I sent you it. <laughs> yes. Um. Well, let's listen to it together right now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And just say bop it for me. Hey, you bum. Yeah, you move over. Get this is so different from the movie brain. version <laughs> already. That attitude toward the homeless is exactly what Did this Maureen scene happen? Tonight. It did. And this Maureen song is in the movie. Protesting, mm-hmm. losing her performance space. Not my attitude. <laughs> That's what Tay Diggs. What happened to Benny? What happened to his heart? And the ideals he once pursued. Any owner of that lot next door has a right to do with it. As Here he comes Jesse L. Martin. Happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> On order. We're broke. And you broke your word. This is absurd. There is one way you won't have to pay. I knew it. Next door, the home of cyber arts, you see. And now that the block is rezoned, our dream can become a reality. You'll see, boys. You'll see, boys. A state of the art digital virtual interactive studio I'll forgo your rent and on paper guarantee that you can stay here for free if you do me one small favor convince Maureen to cancel her protest why not just get an injunction or call the cops just a lot of talk about zoning injunctions that's the lyric that sticks in my head more than anything now that the block's been rezoned it's just one of those earworms that'll stay with you for the rest of your life Oh, the, the poo-poo it. I'm like, oh, okay. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love so it. Much. Poo-poo it. Poo-poo it. <laughs> You'll see the beauty of a studio that lets us do our work and get paid. So he's convincing them the that uh, gentrification is good? Yeah. Yep. Okay. But he is black. Yeah. But he married rich. Uh, is is he a villain in the context of this? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. The yeah. Got it. We're talking about the Tay Diggs. Yeah. Twitter's Tay Diggs. <laughs> Twitter's Tay. He followed me. Tay Diggs. I love the moment of musical where they're all talking over each other. We'll see Reminds me of my favorite part of the whole song. Let it be That's Paul McCartney. I like boys. Boys like me. That's like someone interrupting a conversation with something not germane. No. <laughs> like, Truly. It doesn't seem like that's not talking about boys. I like boys. Uh, I mean, okay. It's as if they, uh, Jonathan Larson was like, wait, do we know that these guys are gay? We got, we'll throw it in anywhere. We'll just put it somewhere. Well, I mean, when did it come out? 95? 90 96 on Broadway, but it had done workshops on okay. Broadway since like mm-hmm. 93. So I guess still back then it's kind of, you know, bold and 
especially even for like a Broadway space. Oh, yeah, this was you're not going to see a lot of same sex couples on Broadway before this. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I guess I want to start with Demi by asking, like, what do you think is happening here? I (laughs) so my understanding of this song is that they are there's a protest going on outside of their building. Mm -hmm. And the protest is about rezoning the area. And they think that Lots once city planning stuff happening, once this once the building gets rezoned, uh, the villain of the play is saying it's going to be great. And some of the people there are going, well, I don't know that it's going to be so great. <laughs> and that's the whole play. Wow. I got to catch this. I guess the block has been rezoned. Now that the block is rezoned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's some clues in the song if you listen. Yeah. Like you can pick yeah. it up. Right? Yeah. There's it, there's a lot of Easter eggs in this song about the zoning. So, yes, that's right. <laughs> and then Maureen, who used to live in this apartment with them, the, these two guys, the leads, the villain, et cetera, right. mm-hmm. is doing this performance art protest piece. Yeah. She's forbidden to <laughs> produce mm-hmm. milk in Cyberland. They only drink Diet Coke. It's very silly. Uh, what? <laughs> Jimmy, this makes no sense to you. And honestly, in the play, it barely makes sense. Because then then Benny's like, all you have to do to live in my new condos that I'm building above this studio is stop Maureen from doing this protest. Oh, okay. And so he doesn't like have to call the police and like make a big thing of it. Because protests work. They work. That's, the That's what the motto seems to be so far. He's afraid of this <laughs> protest working. Yeah. Is this where Tay and Idina met? Yes. It is. Oh. Tay Diggs and Idina Benzel met oh. in rent and then got married and then got divorced. And then she when met. When the show closed. <laughs> the show closed and they were, their marriage was null and void. Right. <laughs> Broadway marriage law. she met someone I think on the movie and is married to him now. Yeah. Whoa. What? Yeah. Wait, who's she married to now? He's Steve from the life support group in the meeting. I can't remember his name. Not Wayne Wilcox. I don't think so. Different guy. Different guy. I think. A different guy in life support. Wow. Yeah. How interesting. I mean, that's my favorite thing about actors is that they fall in love with people they work with because <laughs> mm-hmm. they don't understand what reality is. Oh, no. There's, who else do you meet? You guys, yes. his name is Aaron Lore, and he was in um, one of the Mighty Ducks movies. <gasps> D2? Oh. Um, D3? <laughs> D69? He was, in, he was in D69? Um, Hit that air horn. <laughs> yeah, this podcast rocks. <laughs> he was in D2 and D3. Wow. And I think he was the hot dude. <laughs> he was the hot dude? Yeah. Emilio Estevez was he, the hot dude. <laughs> um, I mean, he always is. He looks sort of like... Um, yeah, look at this guy. I'm gonna That's the it. hunk. Oh, wow. Oh, he's a hunk for sure. Oh, okay, he, he was a guy. child in the movie. Yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, he was a child in the movie. Well, yeah, when Sarah is talking about hot dudes, she's talking about kids. Got it. Beth, let's cool it. <laughs> as a child, when I was a child, I found this also child man attractive. Sure. And so did Idina. She was sitting there in her mm-hmm. living room and she said, I'm going to date him. Is that a good Idina or a bad That's, Idina? I thought you were exactly her. You're pronunciation of her name is almost as insane as John Travolta. <laughs> is it not Idina? It's just Adina. Adina. Okay. Adina. Not I. Okay. Yeah. It's just uh like 
Uh, did you eBay? Idina yeah, is. That's how I always remember. Was my favorite movie of last year. <laughs> was what? Idina. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very good. Very good. This podcast rocks. <laughs> you can just use that as a soundbite yeah. from now on. <laughs> this podcast rocks. Tick, tick, boom. <laughs> Three ticks. Tick, 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 boom. Has someone done that? A Black Eyed Peas, Jonathan Larson mashup? Oh, not that I know no. of. Hey, Get. listeners. Mm, that would be some fun. Wait, how's that Black Eyed Peas? What? We hear that tick, tick, boom. Tick, oh, boom, tick, boom, boom, pow. Boom. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, you'd have to change it completely, but... Yeah. If you do, yeah. <laughs> three words and boom is one of them. And boom is if one of them. If you're willing to put in the work, there's something there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Benny, I love that Benny comes in in this song and is just so villainous immediately. Hey, you bum, get your ass off my Range Rover. Like that also, Range Rover. That Range Rover was like. Specifics. Yeah. The, the hot car. Yeah. It also yeah. rhymes with move over. Now, if it was <laughs> made in 2009, what would it have been? Oh, 2009. Get off my Prius would have been. Why 2009? Or Tesla. I guess if it was made now, it'd be Tesla. It could have been Tesla if it was made now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Wait, but then it's got a rhyme, so it can't be move over. Move to your left, la. (laughs) (laughs) Move to your left, la. Get off my Tesla. Get off my Tesla. (laughs) So it could work. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Updated rent. But now it's an Airbnb or something. Mm, yes. Yep. A state of the art Airbnb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Marine's also... doing a change.org petition. You need to stop it. <laughs> the specifics are so fun. It's called Cyber Arts, which is just like the most 1996 mm-hmm. or late 80s, early 90s version of like a digital studio. If it's internet, it's got to be cyber. Yeah. Cyber Arts. Mm-hmm. And then he calls it a state of the art digital virtual interactive studio, which is like, what? too many digital virtual interactive stu- just one of those yeah what is work. it is it like well and here's what's interesting is i feel like all of those words still apply to some context now except for cyber cyber feels like a dead word that yes. no one would use in any context yeah anymore. unless you are a uh, csi <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly unless if you're, you're patricia arquette yeah if you are a csi <laughs> or if you're joey pants looking back on your career Joey, Joey Pants? Pants? Yeah, Joe Pantoliano. Wasn't he cyber in, in the Matrix? Matrix. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Or <laughs> was he, he cypher? When he it was back cypher. At- oh, <laughs> 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 if you're Joey Pants and you have a bad memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was cyber. Joey cypher. Pants. Is yeah. his name? P- this is not, this is, uh, people call him Joey Pants. I, I'm not the crazy one. You're the crazy thing is, one. I know you're telling the truth, but I was like, should I just let, should I just play up the crazy of him? Joey Pants, no one knows what you're talking I've about. I've never heard of that in my Guys, life. no. Joey what a fun Pants. nickname you've created. <laughs> no, it, it What, is John Leguizamo Johnny Legs? <laughs> yes, oh, that's yes, fun. Yes, that is fun. <laughs> one show. Um, but yeah, then the second Part of this song is full of Collins and Angel just being like, we don't want to talk about this anymore. Like, it's a lot of like side notes. Like, they talk about Prozac, then drugs, then group hugs. And then Collins is, or Angel's like, oh, that reminds me, we're going to a like sport group meeting tonight. We're like, Angel, that's not what we're talking about here. And then later, it's Angel again that's like, I like boys. And Collins and Angel are like, boys? I like boys. They have no interest in this topic. Angel's attention span is lacking. <laughs> yeah. This is... This, oh, sorry, ahead. you go ahead. 
Well, I was going to say this is like uh, when uh, when your parent like when you're a kid and your parents are talking about politics or something and you're just like, ice cream is fun. Why don't we go for that? Yeah. Like, rezoning, politics, injunction, a- AIDS support group. Um. <laughs> just a fun interjection. Yeah. This song is not one of the major songs from the musical, is it? But it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> it's not one of the most well-known songs. Right. But but yeah. the like the you'll see moment is sort of an iconic that like the tune and that line you'll see boys. I bet yeah. you could rank mm-hmm. all the many songs of this musical in different tiers. Mm-hmm. Like there's the tune up answering machine tier. And there's the you'll see tier, and then there's like Seasons of Love or mm-hmm. I'll Cover You tier. Yeah, because this one goes along with, there's also the song where they're all like, where they're talking about how it's beginning to snow. And like, <laughs> they're just like, <laughs> Collins is like shopping for a coat with Angel. Yeah. So, I mean, it is a song. Sure. Which, this is a song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure a song. It's definitely Music, a song. Music, lyrics, we can agree. all the parts. Mm-hmm. But there's no, I guess there's a chorus. Because uh-huh. they come back to you'll see you'll boys. See boys. I like boys. <laughs> boys like me. Is yeah, that there's what it was? songs, there's verses. Yeah, I like, and and that's a line that's actually plagued me my whole life. Is, so you'll let's see settle boys? it now. No, I like boys, boys like me. So, question. Colin says I like boys. Angel says boys like me. Uh-huh. Is Angel saying, like, boys enjoy me? Like, boys like me? Or is Angel saying Colin's likes boys that are similar to me? Ooh. Oh. Can we play it again? Oh, I think it's boys similar to me. Oh, I thought it was the opposite. I thought thought it was the other one, too. Oh, my God, it's the dress. Oh, (laughs) no. Should we play it? I hear Yanny. Just play the... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I could see it both ways. I never thought of it the other way, but now I can see. Mm. I feel like it's boys enjoy me. I think so too. Because I feel like if it were boys like me, the stress would be on me as opposed to boys like me. Because it, it like also me. is it's presumptive for someone to say, I like boys, and you to be like, Yeah, like me. Right. I'm great. But that's his character. It's flirty, though, right? it's flirty. I was gonna ask, yeah. what's their relationship? Oh gosh. Oh, they're they about met, to fall in love. They met on the street recently, right after Collins got beat up, mm-hmm. and then Angel took care of him and then then they fell they already fell they, that was hmm. it they fell in love and they well, both have AIDS yeah I feel like it, okay if they've already fallen in love maybe it is boys about to fall in love. such as me mm. hmm boys let, have you googled this is there any internet conjecture on I this I have not googled it I, I know don't you think, would. I don't think the internet would wait. The glee in, in Beth's face right now that she's given this <laughs> decades long struggle oh. and imparted it to us and yeah. to the listeners. You're, yeah, no one's going to sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to, you know what? I'll stand by my original statement. I think he's saying boys such as myself. I think that because I think Angel's like a flirty little minx. Right. I think uh, the other way works with Angel being a flirty little minx as well. Like, because uh, he's saying boys like me. Yeah, uh, you're a boy. You like boys? Well, boys like me. Yeah. So, huh? I don't know. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I wish that was in there. <laughs> boys like me. Huh? <laughs> that would clarify it one hundred percent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that noise. Huh? 
<laughs> it's like like be like if Kanye's puppy made a, a sound, right? <laughs> Instead of ha, it's like ha. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what Kanye's puppy was. Thank you. Um, I also heard some mixed feelings about it's what we used to dream about. Think twice before you poo poo it. Great. Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of that line. Why? Because if, oh, they, they shove poo poo in there so quickly. It doesn't quite work with the like scan of the line. Yeah, yeah right? that's why. And it also, it doesn't make sense for Benny's character to say poo poo it. <laughs> Mr. Larson, I'm sure you could have spent an extra uh, 15 to 20 minutes and found a solution to poo-poo in your song. Think twice before you poo-poo it. It goes along to it's me bad. with like Angel in one of the previous, and today for you, calling a dog a cur, where I'm like, I don't think Angel would say the word cur it's, when talking about a dog. It's a convention oh. of the writing. They were like, we need a word that rhymes, and that's all that... Yes, yeah. you need somewhere to do it. It's what we used to dream about. Think twice before you poo-poo it. But it's not even, the emphasis is on the wrong See, the wrong poo. And maybe Think twice person. before you say screw it. Yeah, yeah. But already, boom. Done. I fixed it. Should, uh-huh. we, should we do eight or nine more? Punch <laughs> up the rent. <laughs> eight or nine more? Think twice before. Don't do it. Yeah, I was going to say before you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Easy peasy. What are, they, what are you doing, Johnny Lars? Johnny Lars. I think he's trying to make, um, oh God, Benny be like a. Um, Benny. <laughs> I think he's trying to make Benny be mm. like a highfalutin, like, because he's, he married, or he's a rich woman. Yeah. His, like, fiance's family now owns this building. They're the ones that rezone the whole situation. They're making this studio. So I think they're like, oh my God, Benny's really lost his way. He even uses the word poo poo now. Oh boy. So it's like a character decision. Well, I'm going to say that. That's a charitable <laughs> read. I like that read. Yeah. I mean, I, personal preference, I don't like poo-poo in my songs. No. Nah. Get it out Never? of there. I'm ambivalent. Never? What uh, about I like can... a South Park song where that poop sings? I don't like well, a poop that's singing. different. <laughs> that's from the point of view of the poo. Sure. And I would never discount that experience. But like as a, as a texture or color in a song. I can't think of it. Can anyone here think of an example of like, it was in this song and it worked? Mm. Saying poo-poo? Mm-hmm. Or, <laughs> or even the, just, or poo. just poo. Yeah, even just fecal matter. I'm, I don't, just, I'm trying to think. I'm like, there's got to be one. Uh, and, oh, I don't know why. And that's in my from head. like bullshit there's or your shit. There's got to be two. Get it? Mm. Hey. All right, all right, all right. Everything is rent. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That happens organically in every episode. <laughs> I guess you could say everything is rent. Is there a song in Rent that has the is just called Rent? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It's the the title song. Yeah. Yes, and that's the what third track, fourth track? Like oh, so it's early. Yeah, okay. and it has the line "Everything is Rent." It, it does. It also has the line "Rent, Rent, 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 Rent." We're not gonna pay. Rent. I <laughs> I can't tell if you're joking. <laughs> no, or not. I'm not. It, that's yeah. great. <laughs> Rent, 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 rent. Everything is rent. That's yeah, what that's I imagine. It is. Great. Rent, 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 rent. Everything rent, is rent. The ants are marching rent by rent. Yeah, that's in it too. A rent, a rent. Wow, we've really improved a lot of things on this mm-hmm. musical. Yeah, we gotta get in touch with the Larson estate. Mm-hmm. See what's I would up. love to see a version of Rent put on by someone who has never seen Rent and just trying to tell the story of what they think it is. That's a concept, right? 
That's, that would be like a good UCB show or something. Is that <laughs> you, you improvise what you think something is that you've never seen before? We do that. We do. Uh, Greg Wallace and I have put on a couple of shows where we have like a bunch of improvisers do a movie. So oh, we, we okay. did Home Alone and then we did Grease. <sighs> Having never seen either? Um, it'll it'll be a mix. It's like half the people have seen it and know it and love it, and then half the people know nothing oh, about it. That's great. That's really yeah. fun. That's great. Check it out. Improvised movies at UCB. Hey. Every once in a while. Improvised, <laughs> everything is improvised movies. Yeah. Oh, we should change the name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Should we move on to our final segment? I think we should. Great. Only if it's a bit segment. You know. okay, we're going to present it to you as a non-bit segment, but if you want to make it a bit segment. Well, our lives are bits, so it'll great. it'll get there. Our lives are bits. <laughs> Being alive is the biggest bit of all. Oh, wow. Um, That's a meme. Wow, wow, wow. So, um, Rent is based on the opera. Um, La Boheme. La Boheme. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to start that again? Sure. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I keep this, this all This is in. going great. So, Rent is based on the uh, the opera La Boheme. Carmen. Um, or Carmen. I'm pretty sure it's La Boheme. Uh, I've heard it's La Boheme. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could be Carmen. Right. Um, against all facts, but um, it might be. Could I think be the Nutcracker. I think you turned it into a bit. And Already. And the segment hasn't even been. Here we go. Um, so, what, uh, and made it into a hot, modern musical. What would you guys adapt into a hot modern musical? From what? Any, uh, anything in his, in the history of musical. you could do Art. an old opera. You could do something much more recent. Oh, and right. we have another follow up question oh, after gracious. this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a, a non real answer because I because <laughs> I have a real answer, but I'm also like, but I really do want to do that. Do your real and then the, it'll be like this will be like mailing it to yourself. But he's saying he doesn't mm. want to give away the IP, right? Well, that's what if you say <laughs> oh, it now, I would see. it give it away? I see what you're saying. Or would it be I'll like I'll just say trademark after it so that no one else can do it. Okay. Yeah. Uh I I think the do you guys remember when the jinx, the last episode of the jinx dropped and they were like, oh, so in the show they revealed that he did it, but then they were hiding this information between Until the show came out. Yeah. Yeah. I want to write a musical about the people who have to hide the fact that they know a guy killed somebody <laughs> <laughs> until their fucking show drops. Ooh, that's dramatic. Yeah. That's fun. Uh, wow. But that's a thing that I have been thinking about. So, but I also think a lot about just like little uh, historical, like someone already wrote it, but I really wanted to write a musical about that kid that convinced everyone that he was stuck in a balloon in 2009. Oh, yeah. Oh, Falcon Heaney. That's balloon the original boy. Evan Hansen. Yes. <laughs> kind of. I am obsessed with that. And yeah. that Because there are musicals about like, actual like people getting stuck in caves or like you know there have right. been musicals like that so i think what balloon musical boy is someone stuck in a cave we talked about it with anthony um Plato's shrek. collins uh, shrek <laughs> shrek carmen <laughs> carmen shrek yeah. Ooh, for myself i might say i think it would be uh even though i haven't seen it everything i've heard of book of like, like everything i've listened to from the soundtrack book of mormon i've really liked I think it'd be interesting. Well, you can't adapt that into a musical. Right. But I'm, <laughs> but I'm saying what I would like to do in, in that vein would be to do a musical about the rise and hopefully fall of the religious right 
in American Ooh. politics, Ooh. like how oh, they yeah. came to power in the Reagan era, how they held on to into the 90s and how it's been like slowly crumbling since then. That feels like I feel like the controversy surrounding Book of Mormon was already like such a thing. The controversy surrounding that would be exactly. <laughs> dangerous. Yeah. I would get death threats. Yes, you would. Yeah. yeah. Work them into the play. That Musical. means it's art. Cool idea. It's true. Um, now I don't want to say you guys did it wrong. But oh <laughs> wow! What's the right answer? Well, there's no right answer, but the but those aren't like works of art that you're adapting. Oh, I thought you okay. That's, I think everything Jerry right. Falwell did was a work of art, baby. <laughs> everything. <laughs> okay, so an actual. Okay, so we're saying actual IP. This this narrative fiction exists. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we want to take it and make it into a musical. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Chappy. Opera, no. Chappy. Chappy. <laughs> I'm How would you adapt Chappie into a five a six? Cause I'm Chappie. Yeah, it's just it's just sung happy, but with Chappie <laughs> every dude, time. Because um, I'm Chappie. And I put it put it through like a little robot voice oh mixer. Uh, it would be the story about. So obviously, it opens with a story from uh, or song from a robot who's just a cop. He's just like, I'm gonna beat up all of the people, and then he gets brain damage, and he's just like, Who am I? What is my purpose? Is Am Chappie I? about a brain damaged robot? Chappie is about a police robot that uh, is essentially broken and deprogrammed and then found by a bunch of criminals and is taught to be a criminal and slowly realizes that he doesn't like that, but is still like attached to the family that has adopted him. Mm-hmm. I'm making Chappie sound so much better that than it like is. a great movie. Oh, no, yeah. it's not. Uh- <laughs> I remember hearing it wasn't good, but you were right. Your description makes it sound great. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's why I need to turn it into a musical where it can reach the greatness mm-hmm. of can be great. Mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman was involved, so he can still play himself. He's perfect. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's a great singer, you guys. Yeah. yeah. And you have oh. a lot of song options. Chap, Pharrell's Chappie. Chappie. If you're Chappie and you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Just Don't those worry, two. be Chappie. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Chappie birthday. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> be Chappie. The Stevie Wonder version. Chappie birthday. Chappie oh, birthday <laughs> that's to you. Yes. By far. By a mile. All right. Well, that's. Don't worry, be Chappie. That's pretty great. I said that one. I don't think so. <laughs> I came up with it. Uh, Kevin? I would do one. Uh, okay, so they tried to do this with Bewitched in the movie version with Nicole Kidman and Will yeah. Ferrell, and they failed, mm-hmm. where they were like, it's a TV show, but also she's really a witch. But what I would love uh, to do is to do a musical version of the facts of life that actually follows the four actresses that played Blair and Joe and Natalie and Tootie. Mm. And and because they are, the, you don't have to make them witches on the right. screen and make them like, oh, when they're not, because they're still, they're still four adolescent girls growing up in like a very harsh spotlight of national television. And, and maybe Mrs. Garrett, uh, gosh, who played her? the woman that played Mrs. Garrett or at least Cloris Leachman uh, would uh, be their mentor figure off screen. And then you could do the like, oh, who's this nobody coming to, to the set? I don't know. Some guy named George Clooney. And everyone's <laughs> like, oh, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> we know that name. <laughs> Which Demi and I went to a musical a couple years ago where <laughs> I went to see Beautiful, the Carol <laughs> King musical, and they did that moment so many times, and I hated it. <laughs> oh, where uh, it was like a historical thing that we, the audience, know that the characters threw away, oh, like, God. oh, it's some nonsense song. What's it called? The Locomotion, and all the people went, ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
and it killed. It killed. Musical theater audiences are the dumbest people. <laughs> it bummed me out. It really did bum me out. I'm like, I feel stupid right now. I guess that's also Forrest Gump, another thing that has come up sure. on this podcast yes. before, which I love. But it's that's also the thing throughout the entire Forrest Gump, which is like, and then he made the... That, yeah, that, that, he it met was that president. JFK. Yeah. I forget some film writer called it the Picasso effect after Titanic came out because there's some line where they're like, "Oh, who's that?" It's by some guy named Picasso. Well, he'll never amount to anything. Oh That's in Titanic. I yeah, something like that. Oh, I might I be getting that, that wrong, but I think mm. it is in Titanic. To do it like once in a while is fun and fine, but you can't. You can't rest on that so many <laughs> no. times. No. Wait, yeah. did someone say Forrest Gump as a musical? Didn't they make that? They must. That I was going to say that They sounds, must have attempted. They must yeah. have tried it. Life is like a box of chocolates. Rent. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is shrimp. <laughs> Everything is shrimp. Everything is shrimp. Mm-hmm. Shrimp, 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 shrimp. Okay, and then, of course, we have to ask, how would you adapt Gilmore Girls? Oh, I thought you were going to say, how much do you pay for rent? (laughs) (laughs) And of course, at the end of every episode, we ask, how much do you pay for rent? Well, as I said before, I don't pay rent. Uh, (laughs) As a musical? Yeah, would it be like, what kind of musical would it be? What what are the main characters? What's the central conflict? Who's the villain? Ooh, gosh. There's like, like, there's several musicals that must exist by now, I think. Like fan. Oh, for sure. Yes. Sure. Um. I know that one of my favorite ones that's not a musical, but it's just three guys started a band called Stars Hollow, which I thought was really cute. Mm, that's yes. Great. Yeah. But they don't do like the Suki song. They just call their band Stars Hollow. So oh. the, the name is just a reference. Like Eve Six was to X-Files. Um, oh, Eve Six is an X-Files reference? Mm-hmm. There's a that? season one of X-Files. There's this facility that Mulder and Scully go to and there's all these cloned girls and the one that starts going crazy, her name is Eve number six. Oh. Yeah. Let's turn me inside out. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just rock Demi's okay? world. Yeah. Uh, gotta go home. Uh, I, I gotta, inside out. Oof, don't like that at all. No. Um, I feel like in my head, I'm like Emily Gilmore is the villain. Yeah, <laughs> but wow. but she's the villain like the way the witch is the villain in Into the Woods, where it's like I get you, witch. Mm-hmm. I get you. <laughs> yeah, she's not pure evil. Right. She just has you know different uh, wants than the other characters. Yeah, exactly. she's an anti-hero, uh, like in Breaking Bad. Absolutely, exactly. She's mm-hmm. just like Breaking Bad. <laughs> Say uh, my name. <laughs> <laughs> that was I was like Destiny's Child. Um, <laughs> bells, bells, bells. <laughs> Um, I, I would want to, I would probably want to do it in the style of like, I don't know what genre you'd call this, but those smaller arranged musicals that aren't like bombastic and orchestral, but the ones that are like Spring Awakening or Next to Normal mm-hmm. kind of Dear Evan Hansen. Yeah. A little bit more contained. Right. And in our, our, like, yeah, that don't rely so much on spectacle or even, um, Fun Home where it's like oh, yes. the, the ensemble is really small. Yeah. Uh, for those. So I'd I'd want to like, because the show itself is kind of like in a personal way, very bombastic. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a nice contrast to like the ensemble nature of the show is to just like shrink it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe make it like a, a four-hander of just mm-hmm. the two girls and the grandparents. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Mm. I, I wonder, have you guys seen Waitress? No. no. 
Have you? I have. I really liked it. You saw the Pantages? Did you just see it? Like, no, I saw recently? it uh, in New York. Broadway. Yeah. Uh, I really liked it, but I also feel like there's a lot of stuff in that where I'm like, well, that would be the Gilmore Girls musical. Because I think, well, first of all, it takes place in a pie shop. And in my head, I'm like, okay, so you have a person that works at the pie shop who falls in love with one of the waitresses. And I'm like, well, that's Suki and Jackson. Right. And then you have like the tertiary characters and the drama that's going on in their life. And I'm like, okay, well that's Rory and whatever terrible boyfriend she's ending up with. So I'm just like, okay, there are different characters that I'm just seeing fitting neatly into waitress, the musical. Is it worth going to see at the Pantages? Waitress? I think so. I really liked okay. it. I like the music. I they uh, give you little tins of uh, pie. And that was great. Oh, yeah. I might go see it again at the Pantages. <laughs> nice. Just for the pie. Just for the pie. Because often get that anywhere. you can like, I guess it depends on the musical, but sometimes day of or day before you can go on StubHub and get very cheap Pantages. Mm. Oh yeah, I might do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because Pantages, again, it feels like a rich man's game to yeah. like just mm-hmm. go see a musical. Yeah. yeah. But I said, I think I saw Joseph there and just the day of looked and it was like 20 bucks. I was Technical about to say, Dreamcoat? yeah, I was like, who is Joseph? I'm realizing now you meant in the title. Joseph Dreamcoat. Not know. the band. <laughs> it takes jo- too long to Joseph say. Pants. <laughs> Joey Pants? Joey I've Pants. I've been calling him that the whole time. <laughs> uh, well, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having uh, us. If people want to hear or see or read more from you, where can they go? Well, I have a podcast called Punch Up the Jam. My friend Miel and I, uh, we take a song that we may like, may not like that much, and we invite a guest on, or sometimes we don't, and we punch it up, and we talk about it, go line by line. It's a really funny, fun format, and it's great. Awesome. <laughs> and you can follow me at Electro Lemon. <laughs> and I have a podcast called Good Christian Fun where we analyze Christian media, uh, talk about our history with it, talk about our guest history with it. A uh, lot of lot of references to calling things daddy. <laughs> we have a daddy scale. I know that. Whoa. I didn't know that you knew that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you can follow me at Kevin T. Porter. Wow. I've been outed. <laughs> You've been outed as something that you have been recording. And right. Well, out. you don't expect your friends to show up to work and sure. comment on your performance. That's very true. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like we just witnessed a shift in your friendship. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Everything is different. Everything is rent. Everything is rent. Everything Pod is rent. Pod at gmail.com is how you can email us if you want. And rent, if you want, rent, you can Instagram rent, us at rent, everything is rent. rent. Hey, and rent, if you want, rent, check rent. us out on Twitter at everything underscore rent. And thanks to Zach Reno who did our music. Thanks to James Mulholland who did our art. Thank you to our wonderful engineer uh, who chimed in on this episode, which is always a treat. Mark David Christensen. <laughs> and thanks to you. The listener. Oh, God. (laughs) We'll cut that out. (laughs) Leave it. Bye. Oh, we're starting. (laughs) Keep that. This is going very well. Do you ever feel like you need to talk about Britney Spears? Because I do. I'm Jen Zabrowski, and I'm the host of We Need to Talk About Britney. Every episode, I'm breaking down Britney's life and works, but mostly life, with pop stars, former TRL hosts, actors, writers, and comedians, all while trying to figure out why I'm so obsessed with Britney Spears. Listen to We Need to Talk About Britney every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Campfire. <laughs>